Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. Welcome into the gallery, gentlemen. What can I do you for? Is this the fucking guy right here? Yes, that's him. I'm sorry, him who? I'm going to have to ask you what you're doing here. I want you to take a good look at this kid's face. Do you remember him? I'm sorry, I can't recall. Oh, right. What about this art portfolio here? Do you recognize any of these pieces? I truly am sorry. I I have no recollection of these pieces or this artist. Oh, I see. Is that right, tough guy? You don't recognize this artist or his artwork, huh? Well, maybe you'll recognize it better with my foot up your ass. I'm truly sorry, gentlemen. I'm going to have to ask you to leave now. Oh, not so fast, tough guy. Maybe you'll recognize it better upside down from another perspective. Get him, fellas. What are you doing? Oh, I don't... Get your hands off me, see? Ah! You recognize the oh, art yes. now, tough guy? Huh? Yes! Yes! Whoever he is, he's in! He's in! I'm glad you could see it from our perspective. Let him down, fellas. Oh, it's a pleasure doing business with you. Hee-hoo! Hee-hoo, hot now! This positive message has been brought to you by the living artist. Oh, man. Has this ever happened to you? I hope not, because you work with the mob. (laughs) This is an illustration of what not to do when working with a gallery. Gotta keep it entertaining, folks. And what's more entertaining than some soprano-style violence? Uh, Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. We are going to be talking about working with galleries and approaching galleries and dealing with galleries today. But before we get started, I just wanted to share some sad news. Um, Our friend and fellow artist, Nancy Hadley, who was on the podcast, and I interviewed her a while back, sadly passed away a couple days ago. Uh, She'd worked with Shockbox on a bunch of shows. She'd been on the podcast. Feel free to listen to that episode with her. She was a wonderful person, inspirational and a great artist. She'd worked on many shows like Kitchen Nightmares and Extreme Makeover and a bunch of stuff like that. Just a really wonderful person. So we're all sad to see her go. She will definitely be missed. And our thoughts and love goes out to the family and friends and everybody affected by her passing. So I just wanted to share that and say thank you to her for for being a part of our lives. Not an easy transition from that, but uh, here we go. We are going to talk about dealing with galleries today 
and what's the best way to deal with galleries? What's the best approach? How can you use your tools and resources that you have at hand and what to do, what not to do? So let's get into it. First of all, when you're looking to work with galleries, you're going to want to be you know, seeking out and researching galleries and finding the best places to submit your art and to try to be a part of. And that is a very important step. It's not just as easy as Googling the galleries in your area or wherever you want to be showing your work. I mean, it is, but once that's done, once you've compiled a list of galleries that you like in the area, you need to really look into those and research those and see the type of art that they're showing. Because a lot of times people just kind of like throw a bunch of spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks and just go, oh, well, you know, uh, well, let's see if they take me or not. I mean, they, don't, they show portrait art, but I'm an abstract artist. Who knows? Maybe I'll be something outside the box. Typically, that's just not going to work because a gallery has an established clientele that likes a certain type of art and they show this type of artwork. You can see a gallery sometimes it's a little more versatile and that's fine. But if you see in your research that a gallery is just showing one specific genre of art, don't waste your time or more importantly their time by submitting your work to this gallery if your work is completely the opposite of what they show. So that's just an important tip, first of all. You can also look into, you know, who's the gallery owner, like who curates the shows and stuff like that. See what their tastes are like. Just get a better idea of what the gallery and what the people are all about before you submit to them. You can submit to them in person. A lot of them will not accept walk-ins, so you need to be very wary and mindful of that. Don't do something and just be, well, you know what? I know they say don't accept walk-ins, but I'm different, so I'm going to go in. A lot of times they just don't. And, you know, I've done that before too, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I think it's better to try to honor what people say and just find a channel. Uh, what's the best way to do this? Find other people who have gotten in with a gallery. If you know people who have been in with a gallery and find out what the best approach is to get on their radar. When you're submitting to them, uh, it's important to have like a, a press kit. That's kind of a thing that I have been polishing up a lot. And uh, Theodosia Merchant really put this on my radar as far as like getting a more honed press kit. And she does that. She does it very well. And she's actually kind of killing it right now with a bunch of gallery shows and representation. And that's part of the stuff in her repertoire. So I came up with my press kit. It's pretty simple. It's just supposed to be very nice and streamlined and attractive looking and highlight your work, highlight some of your images. I start with a nice image at the top and then my name and a picture of me, like a bio picture of me showing me in front of my art, a little blurb. And then you do kind of like an artist statement, an artist bio, and then you do your CV. If you have an extensive CV, like I do, you do a partial list, like a partial selection, just highlights of what's the most important you want them to see. And then, you know, you end with some stuff like, you know, grants and publications and media and all that stuff. And then I end with an image at the end, a really strong image. I ended with one of my largest pieces that I've sold and I marked it as sold under the image with the title dimensions and the medium and all that. So that's a press kit. It's something that you should have maybe a few pages long uh, that you can just send out to galleries and that looks really professional and just highlights what you're about. That is something that every artist must have. Taking that a step further, um, and especially if you know a little bit about the gallery and maybe even have a contact in the gallery, if you want to get in with them, you know, you can consider writing an exhibition proposal, which I've done a few times. Uh, and you just highlight your idea for the show, kind of 
do it in a unique artistic way of like, oh, imagine coming into the show and seeing this and da, da, da. You talk about the theme of it, maybe have a couple images to get as extensive as you want with this. You can really research um, exhibition proposals. I'm not going to go through all the details right here, but then you can submit this to the gallery and it's just another professional way of submitting something that you've prepared ahead of time. So you've done some of the work for them. And if they like the idea, maybe they're going to be you know, more apt to bite and accept you in for a show and maybe even do like a solo show or something. I wouldn't do a lot of these blind. I would do them more with contacts that you've established already in galleries or people that you know who know them who would be willing to pass that on for you. Which takes me to my next thing, which is being a part of the community. I've done this with a lot of galleries that I've taken part in in the past and presently. If you want to get on their radar, show up at shows. This is something that Mike Collins talks about a lot with Shockbox, which is one of the galleries I'm represented by. And, you know, it's really important. He likes and encourages artists to show up and be a part of the community, get to know the other artists in the program, get to know the artists that are showing in the shows, get to know the location and the locals and the environment and the atmosphere. Introduce yourself to the gallery owner, you know, get to, get a little bit of a rapport going. That's a really important step in you know, with a lot of galleries and just establishing that you're a part of the community and then get on their radar. And then after a few times of being there, maybe you can start floating the idea of, hey, you know, what do I have to do to get my artwork in front of you? And a lot of times at that point, they'll be more than willing to have a conversation with you about that and tell you the best ways and best practices of doing so. So that's a really important thing. And not only that, but you're just going to get in with some of the other artists and some of the community. And maybe that leads to other things through just being a part of the community. So that is very important. And that also segues to another thing that you can use in your repertoire, which is your circle of friends, your contacts, your community. That's a great resource of finding ways to show your work and to find ways to find other galleries. What are your friends? What are your other artists? What are your community? Uh, you know, what kind of galleries are they showing in? What shows are they doing? Who are their contacts? Don't be like a parasite here and sponge off of people and expect people to do all these favors for you and like introduce you to people. But you know, if you're in with people, if you've got a really good community and you've established yourself as an artist and you're really serious about it and doing the work and you show up for people and people show up for you, then yeah, it's okay to start having these conversations with friends and contacts and be like, Hey, do you mind, you know, uh, putting in a good word for me here or whatever, I'll put in a good word for you here. Or like, you know, I can introduce you to this person if you don't mind introducing me to this person. However you want to do it, however it feels the most organic and non-douchey. <laughs> I don't know a better way to say it. Uh, however that works for you. Just really, it's about having some sort of social graces and some tact. And I find that a lot of artists, this is one I could talk about all on its own, is you know, having social graces, developing the ability to talk to people and read a room and read people and read if you're coming on too strong or if people are pulling back from you. A lot of artists that I know or I see uh, don't have as much social graces. They don't have a lot of tact when it comes to these things. They don't really, it's something that hasn't been as polished or practiced as maybe with certain other careers or jobs or paths like that. So yeah, you know, develop that skill and learn how to read a room and learn how to read your friends and your contacts and these people. And that will serve you very well moving forward with this type of thing or this type of approach. But once you have that, you have those skills, you've developed those skills, then yeah, it's time to maybe see what uh, your community and your contacts can do for you and what you can do for them. And even building off that a step further, 
listened to advice, when you've gotten to the point where you have contacts or you have bridged the gap with certain galleries and you've got a rapport with like a gallery owner or, you know, a curator or somebody that you're talking to, if they're giving you advice, listen to it. Don't just go, oh yeah, they said that, but I'm going to do this. No, if they're telling you this and they're telling it to you personally and they're, you know, it's coming from a good place, then listen to this advice because it's going to serve you well. You don't want to just listen to the advice and go, yeah, well, I'm going to think outside the box and do this. That's fine to think outside the box in certain situations, but really do try to follow the, or do it within the parameters of what this person has told you because their time and their advice is valuable. Taking that a step further as well, because I deal with a lot of people in the art world and artists and even helping curate shows and jury shows and stuff like that. I'm in contact with a lot of people and just, you know, don't be a dick, you know, when it comes to dealing with people like don't be presumptuous. Don't write things that are very unpolished. Like, Hey, so I was like, you're just having a text with somebody. If you're approaching a gallery, you know, you want to come across as well-spoken. You want to come across as professional or having a professional demeanor. And you want to ask like a professional human being. You don't want to just come across as like, hey, man, I bumped into you at a party or something. Like you don't want to do that. And you don't want to be insulting in any way. If somebody gives you some advice, take it. If you ask for advice, like I had one time when somebody was reaching out and they said, hey, I'd love some feedback on my work. You know, I I really like what you're doing. And so I reached out. I took the time to look over the work that they sent. And I said, I really like this. I highlighted all the positive aspects of it. And they wrote me back and said, yeah, but I'd love to hear criticisms as well. So I took the time to give them criticisms as well. And, you know, they were all criticisms that were constructive and can be used as a way to enhance the work. And then the person just never responded. They didn't say thank you. They didn't do anything. So, you know, be careful what you wish for and really accept the advice that you are asking for in the art world, especially from people like gallerists and curators and people that you're trying to get in with. If you're asking a difficult question, be ready to get a a difficult answer or something that you might be a little bit uncomfortable with. But these things can all help you to get better and better as an artist and to progress and to improve on your work and improve on your ability to communicate with people in this world. And finally, or at least finally for this episode, don't be discouraged. If you've done the work, if you have made these ends with people and you've become a part of the community and you've got a really good list of contacts and you've established yourself, you've got a body of work and you're selling artwork and you're trying to get in with certain galleries, well, don't be discouraged if they don't accept you right away. I had a lot of galleries like La Luz de Jesus, which I was trying to get into for many years, actually like a decade, and I was just submitting to them blind and I was getting very discouraged, but I started showing up. I started meeting people. I even had a person who owned the thrift store next door who was a friend of mine, and I put my work up in that store. So there was a little bit of like cross-pollination there. And then I got to know some of the people there, and I started submitting again. And after like two more times, I finally got accepted. And then I was in two or three shows in a row, coaster shows and like small group exhibitions at La Luz de Jesus, which was really a target gallery for me at the time. So, you know, don't be discouraged. Just understand that these things sometimes take time. Sometimes it takes time to get on the person's radar. Sometimes your work isn't perfect for a given show, even if you think it is. Maybe it's just time to go back to the drawing board and learn from the experience, make some little tweaks 
get better and just keep pushing forward because I guarantee you at some point, if you think you're right for it and you're doing all those right things and you're willing to grow and take the advice, you will get in to you know at least some of these targeted galleries at some point in your career. So really don't be discouraged and just go into this with a mindset of like, look, I know this is going to take time and I'm willing to give it time. And you will just get better at your craft and you'll get better at this whole process in the meantime. So those are just a couple highlights I wanted to talk about with working with galleries and trying to get into galleries and, you know, your approach to getting into galleries. I hope it has been informative. I hope it's something that you can take a couple little nuggets from and and apply to your approach to galleries. Uh, If I left anything out or if you got something interesting you want to say, reach out to me on social media and let me know your thoughts. Otherwise, I hope you liked the episode and uh, look forward to talking to you next time. Take care, everybody, and be good to yourself and be good to everybody else out there. Bye-bye. Whew, man. They better think twice if I'm going to show that kid's work. I heard that. What I mean to say is I'm putting him down on the roster right now. There you go. Good man. Look forward to working with you. I'll have my eye on you. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful, so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.